got all your New Year's Eve resolutions taken care of? You got all that, all your parties set up, all your plans? You got your Uber drivers ready? Because you're all going to go out and get shit-faced? And uh, from what I see here, there's going to be new DUI laws? Not laws, but maybe, uh, I think they're lowering uh, the alcohol content that makes you uh, over the limit. New alcohol. New Year's Eve drunk. That might be it. New new alcohol. New Year's Eve consequence for drunk driving. No, 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 no. There's, there's, uh... Huh. Okay, well, well, we'll read this article. But there is... Law enforcement celebrates Bill... Huh. I definitely... Thought I saw an article about new new limits. Maybe I'll go back to full news. But anyway, what are you guys doing for New Year's Eve? You going out? You going out? Or are you gonna stay in? I person we're we're having people over. We're having a New Year's Eve party. Uh, I personally would like to. You know, this is a selfish thing. I know. My favorite New Year's Eve was when we. Stayed in. We stayed in. I went out. I bought the expensive champagne. 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 Huh, that sounded like Anthony Keys from Red Hot Chili Peppers. Ding, ding, dong, dong, ding, ding, dong, dong, ding, ding. No, no, for sure. Ding, ding, dong, dong, ding, ding, dong, dong, ding, ding. Anyway, how do you get away with putting that in a song? Oh, you Vinny? You, you're very disrespectful to my common man. We do not sound like that. <laughs> anyway, now Fox News just puts up ads. That's fun. Ah, um, what the hell was I talking about? Oh yeah, my favorite New Year's Eve is when we stayed in. I went out about the good champagne. I went out. I got seafood. I got crab legs. I uh, scallops. I bought us both really nice steaks. What the fuck is going on here with this thing? All right, fuck that. Um, really nice steaks, and I, you know, made cooked everything up. We made a big bed in the living room with all the, you know, the, the blankets and bed sheets and everything, and pillows. And we watched everything on TV. We toasted at New Year's Eve uh, at, at midnight, and uh, and that was great. That was awesome, in my opinion. And then the next morning we get up and uh, I go, and, and my fiance goes, that was fun. That was really fun. And I'm thinking, great, this is awesome. Maybe this will be our new thing. And her next sentence is, but next year we should go out somewhere. Oh, 
win. Can't win, people. Can't win. I need two more. Two new light bulbs for this fucking house. Yeah, had two lights out in this room. Anyway, um, so yeah, that's 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 what I would like to do. But no, we gotta have a party. Um, but at least that's better than having to drive and go somewhere else. So I guess it's meeting halfway. I guess is what you'll call that. We're having about. Well, she thinks we're having twenty to thirty people. I hope that's not true, because we have a townhouse, and that's going to be crowded as fuck. But we will see where it goes. I can't find that article. Oh, well. Uh, But I'm smoking food for uh, New Year's Eve. I'm smoking brats. I'm making uh, smoked mac and cheese, and I'm making chicken wang. Making some chicken wang. Chicken wang. Chicken wang. So uh, that's what I'm making for this New Year's Eve and there's going to be other food of course there's not going to be just that and we are getting shit faced I'll repeat it again shit faced that's my New Year's Eve plan so this episode I just wanted to kind of maybe play some of the some of the things that uh, over the past year even though I don't think it's been a whole year but this is episode 25 so there's 25 goddamn episodes so, I wanted to play you guys some of my, um, the things that I thought were funny over the uh, last 25 episodes and uh, kind of recap the year a little bit. So, we're going to go through some news. And I might not do it. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what I want to do. But we're going to go through a little bit of news here real quick. And then uh, I'll play some of the bits that I thought was funny. Oh, top 10. Oh, this article's fucking stupid. It's titled, 10 times it's totally okay to drive drunk on New Year's Eve. Never, never, never. And it says it 10 times. Ugh. Okay. Dummies. All right. The main news story that I wanted to get to. Women's March event. Women's, now is it a women's march event? Like where they're marching? Or is a women's event in March? I don't know. Cancelled over concerns of being overwhelmingly white. Organizers of a women's march rally slated for Northern California. Northern California all the way to Tacoma. I think that's how that goes, right? Next month have cancelled the event saying they were concerned that participants would have been overwhelmingly white. Because that's the fucking problem. We have too many white people. There's too many of us. White people are the devil. White people the devil. Where are the white women at? Yeah, that's exactly the problem. It's too white. We we need to see. We need to have diverse, a diverse crowd of people. Diversity is our country's greatest strength. Is that why it works so well? I'm not being an asshole here, but you know, cultures seem to like other people from their own culture, whether it's white, black, whatever. Each group seems to get along better with their own people. Well, except for inner city. Is poverty a culture? Anyway, in a news release, organizations, organizers for the march in Eureka, about 270 miles north of San Francisco, uh, a bunch of upturned, upside down stools in that town, uh, said Friday the decision was made after many conversations between local social change organizers. Social change organizers. 
Yuck. Social change organizer. I want to grow up to be a social change organizer. If your child says that to you, it's time to drive far, far away and dangle them out the window by their foot and try to hit some road signs because your child is a piece of shit. I want to be a social change organizer, Dad. Get in the car, kid. And supporters of the march. Up to this point, up to this point, the participants have been overwhelmingly white, lacking representation from several perspectives. Oh, I guess the perspective. Up to this point, God, I'm so stuffy. Kelsey. Miss you. Up to this point, the participants have been overwhelmingly white. Lacking representation from several perspectives in our community. So what? Does it matter when you're doing a march like this for women's rights? Isn't really the only prerequisite that you be a woman? I think that's pretty much all you have to be on, you know, to be... In a women's march. And there's some fucking dudes in this women's march too, I see. Huh, cucks. But anyway, I'm going to be the white knight. I believe in everything they're saying. Yeah, walk all over me while she goes and fucks the guy that's a badass. According to a census bureau, as to census bureau data from July, Humboldt County, where Eureka County is the seat. What? I don't know what that means. Is 74% non-Hispanic white. Isn't that just called... White? I was appalled, to be honest. Oh, my God. I understand wanting a diverse group, however. Uh, Oh, Amy Sawyer sound. Amy Sawyer Long. Yeah, we got to hyphenate. We can't just take the man's last name. We have to hyphenate because I'm a person, too. You can't change me. (laughs) Uh, I understand wanting... A diverse group, however, we live in a predominantly white area, not to mention how is it beneficial to cancel. No matter what race people are, they still want their verses heard. I agree with that. Amy Sawyer Long, even though you sound a little cunty with a hyphenated last name. Anyway, the rally, which had been planned for January 19th, would have commemorated the third anniversary of the original Women's March, which held on January 21st, the day after President Trump took office. The group said it's exploring shifting the rally to March to celebrate International Women's Day. Don't you women realize you run shit now? You control everything. Yeah, but most but most men in this country run the businesses and the big CEOs and everything, they're all men. Yeah, but if that guy goes home and his wife's a fucking asshole and doesn't have sex with him, fucking shits on him every second of the day he's at home, that's going to affect how that CEO goes into work the next day, and that could affect how he runs his company. Women run shit. Don't you figure that out? Haven't you learned that? Maybe you're just all slower at learning than I thought. I don't know. The rally, okay, the group said it's exploring shifting. Yeah, yeah, women shifting. Yeah, okay. Uh, Driving manual vehicles. I can't even drive one. The Women's March movement has been marred by complaints from some black and Latina women who raise concerns that their input is often disregarded or overlooked. Really? Really? By the way, how can a girl wearing, what the hell do the Muslim women wear? A hajib? Habib? Hajab? Hanab? Habnab? 
suck my knob. What what is that the thing that they wear on their head? They're one of them one of them Alakbah broads is uh it was part of the freaking women's march leaders. How is that fucking possible? What rights are you pre- and she's wearing the fucking thing on her head. Guess what? That's that's one of the things you should be against. As a as a man who enjoys having sex with women or myself, uh you, you that that right there where you have to cover your whole fucking body. How uh, that, that whole religion anyway. How how does that how do you get to be a women's rights leader? Anyway, the cancellation of the event of the march in California, blah blah blah. There's no march, there's no rally. Uh, the Chicago organizer said, we're going to provide ways for people to organize and take action in their local communities. Oh my God, here we go, watch it. This is good. Meanwhile, the Women's March national leadership has faced accusations of anti-Semitism because of ties to the Nation of Islam leader, Louis Farrakhan, who is a fucking piece of shit. Look him up. Do your Google research, people. People. Do your research, people. Do you? Anyway. Uh... In a speech in February, Farrakhan praised a Women's March co-president, Tamika Mallory, and declared the powerful Jews are my enemy. That sounds like a guy you want to have on your back. Leaders of Women's March, blah, blah, blah. Nation of Islam is considered a hate group by the Southern Poverty Law Center, as it should be. Again, do your fuck research. You cocksucks. You cocksucks. Okay, so that's the news for there. I'm going to play a few of my... Well, a few, not all. We're not going to go and play you know, all kinds of fucking shit. But uh, we're going to play a few clips from the past. So I hope you enjoy these moments. They were some of my favorite. And uh, I will see you all after the new year. I might pop back in here. I don't know. Maybe you'll hear from me. Maybe you won't. It's going to be a surprise. Anyway, um, yeah, here's the clips. This first one is uh, the David Fine interview, the first podcast we talk about Dave's awkward situations with girls growing up. Okay, tell me your most awkward, let's go from elementary to junior high relationship story. Oh yeah, so uh, I asked a girl out, I, I'm, I'm Jewish, I asked a girl out at my bar mitzvah and she said no. Ooh! Said no. Ooh, was this early in the day? This was like, but it was like sort of a build up for the entire thing. Like, you know, in seventh grade, I was like, I told one of my friends, I think I'm going to do this. Um, my friend Ethan, who works in New Orleans now. And uh, he was like, oh, we got to try to, and then he like talked to someone else. Like, how can we get them to be like by themselves? Oh, Because be you had to be by yourself yeah, at that yeah, age. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> and like, I think eventually I was just like, hey, like, want to go see a movie sometime? Like, I don't know. And she's, and, she, and she's just like, ah, oh, I'm not really sure, you know. And that oh, was, just blew it all. At the time, I'm, at the time, seventh grade, David thinks like, oh, there's still a chance, like she's not sure. But like now, 12, you know what that now, means. Now, like uh, 13, 14, 15 years later, David knows like that's a lot, a load of yes, know, yes. Um, so that, that's probably the most awkward one. Oh my god. Yeah. All right. Well, let me tell you something. Let me tell you a good one. I was date. This is how shallow uh, elementary school Justin was. Uh, this girl, we were, we were uh, okay. We call it dating. 
you went nowhere. You yeah. didn't, you, like your parents dropped you at the movie. Yes, the and when you're past each other in the school hallway, you avoid. You don't even look at each other. No, no. You just kind of. Oh, we're di- we're together. I'm not ever going to talk to you. <laughs> but uh, at least in this small town, it is. And uh, so she ended up spraining her ankle or something like that. And then somebody. This is the harshness of of kids. Somebody. So she was on crutches, and somebody had told me that the girl had a back brace. And made fun of me for dating a girl with a back brace. Like back brace, like she was heavier. No, 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 no. She wasn't that big. No, 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 no. Like, no, you know, she. Like, things that yeah, her out. her back, I guess, as as, as they, they figured out, was not forming correctly. Okay. She okay. it was she had like a like scoliosis. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. And um, remember that word? Yes. That's yes. A, that's a Sorry. Yes. No, no you're way more educated. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we'll fi- we'll figure more of that out later. Um, but yeah, so. She had a back brace on, so then I, I didn't even notice early on. And then I started looking at her. I'm like, oh, yeah, I can see she has a back brace on. And it freaked me out. And then I was getting made fun of. So, of course, I got to do damage control with sixth grade Justin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, it's Valentine's Day. And we've only been going out like a week or two. Going out. And uh, she goes, oh, we don't have to get anything for each other. You know, it's Valentine's Day. And, you know, I bought that. I re- Oh, Good, because I'm not staying with you long anyway. I didn't want to have to, you know, ask my parents to borrow money. Um, so Valentine's Day comes around. Here she is on her crutches and her back brace with a bag of stuff that she got me. Oh. And I have nothing. Oh. I have nothing. And then I, and I go, oh, well, I didn't get you anything. She goes, no, it's okay. It's fine. I said we didn't have to get anything. And then I felt completely guilty and, and horrible. So all I had... Was changed from my lunch money, and she was oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> I gave her about a dollar twenty-five in change, and she's like, no, no, I don't want that. I don't want that. I dumped it in her backpack that she was carrying with her, knowing she couldn't chase me because she was on crutches, and ran to my next class. <laughs> there, plus there's like forty more of those, but we don't have to talk about all. And this is about you. She, she uh, she's in the fault there, like. <laughs> Like yeah, she shouldn't have a back brace, right? No, Is that what you're no, trying to no, say? Because, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, if, if, you're, if there's an agreement not to get each other something, it's always the, the guy is only is always only the one that can lose in this situation. Yes, right? yes. So you're better like, off being yeah, safe. Yeah, I learned that. that. That's her fault. <laughs> that, that's her fault. I have no problem saying that. <laughs> that was David Fine, the broadcaster broadcaster for the Reading Royals hockey team. Uh, this next clip is uh, Northern, Northern Berks Regional Police Chief Brian Horner talking about some of the lighthearted stuff that you do when you're uh, on the police force just to kind of take the edge off and then have a little humor in your day. There's got to be some humor in this job. Oh, oh, yeah. 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 There's been plenty of humor. I mean, I can tell you stories. That's like, why you're here. Oh, my, oh my God. You know, so, we were, what are some of the things? We were just talking about this, you know, like to the, you know, we, we just hired three new guys and we had one of them that we just did a six month uh, evaluation and, and we were there, the three sergeants and him and I were in the office, closed door and it's like, boy, we can tell you a hell of a lot of shit that we did when we were younger, <laughs> you know, like, you know, screwing with each other. Like, you know, you know that, uh, you know, the one patrolman was working. So you would, you know, call him on the phone, you know, we had Nextels that you did a direct, you know, 
So it's like, hey, where are you at? You know, like, what are you doing? And so you find out where he's at. Well, what you do is then you shut the lights off when you see where he's at and you blow by him. Then he chases after you <laughs> and he's pulling a pursuit in and, you know, and things like that. You know, you screw with each other. I mean, I, I, it just like the, the biggest one was, uh, you know, my chief that just retired and uh, the one sergeant that's still there. They screwed me when I was young. You know, I mean, they they screwed me so bad it was unbelievable. I felt like a jackass. But anyways, what happened was well, how, well, how what do you mean? What did they do to you? Well, I was working night shift. I'm, I'm still young, okay. Yeah. And here, what they did was they set me up that um, there were uh, it was on Alani orchards. So they they had um, the uh, the apple orchard and the apple homes. You know where the the, the the Mexicans and that would, you know, stay in, yeah. and then they would go out and pick apples and everything. Well, here in that area, what they did was they set me up that uh, it was suspicious activity that, you know, somebody was reporting something. Well, here I drove back the dirt lane to where the apple trees were, and here there was a flare lit in the road. <laughs> okay? And it's like, and I pull up and I said, ah, somebody lit a flare, you yeah. know, in the middle of the road. But then I said, but, you know, there's cassette tapes. You know how you know how to cassette yeah, you know, yeah, the actual the, tape. The, the tape itself, yeah. and it was strung through the trees and everything. And I'm thinking, ah, oh, somebody's screwing Some around, kids kids. messing around. Yeah. yeah. So once I get out of the car and they're watching me with binoculars, and they have the, you know <laughs> you know the two way radios on another frequency. Well, here, um, my chief that just retired, you know, he was uh, I believe maybe a corporal back then, or he could have even have been a patrolman. But anyways, contacted you know. Uh, another guy that was a police officer just got off and said, hey, you know, Brian's out of the car. He's walking up to the flare. Well, what he did was they worked on this so long they had firecrackers and they lit a pack of matches and they had a cigarette and the cigarette would burn down to the point that it would light the one match and it would light all the sure. matches and then it would light off all the firecrackers. Well, Christ, old Friday, here I am. I get out of the car and all the ones and I see flashes. I think somebody's shooting at me. I jump in the freaking car and I take off peeling out and I'm getting on the radio calling for air priority that shots fired and those guys hear it and they're keying up over me to so that Burke's radio, the 911 center, didn't hear me. Yeah, they're freaking out. Yeah, and they're going unit calling, unit calling, you know. So here I am, like, and all at once, Scott, you know, the, the one officer, was coming in the opposite direction. And he said, my eyes were so big and everything. And it was like, and I said, somebody's shooting at me. He's like, what? So we ended up going back. And uh, the one guy that set off the fire, you know, crackers and that had all this set up. He's watching. He sees us pull up again, you know, watches me get out. And I'm walking around because I said, listen, you know, they're here. Somebody's here. It has to be kids or whatever. I don't know. But so we're looking around and all at once. He has those uh, shotgun shells that were like M80s that okay. you shoot and, and yeah. it goes on and then bang. <laughs> well, he launched about four of them suckers and I jumped. I pulled my gun out, you oh know, and <laughs> lucky somebody to get so, a fucking shot. I, I know exactly. Jesus I'm telling you, this is the shit that we did. <laughs> they did to me. So, uh, so yeah, that, you went to church most days. You, oh, you, yeah, you yeah. never participated oh, yeah. in that. No, no. So, so anyways, <laughs> we ended up. It, it came out that you know I knew that they screwed with me because then. So what you was know, your reaction when you found that out? Oh, I was I was cursing them up. Yeah, and down I'm like, sure you weren't happy. Oh no, I said you guys wait because paybacks are hell. Yeah. So we ended up then. Uh, yeah, we, we were we were good friends. I mean, listen, you, you can't do that. Well, you shit. don't do that to somebody you don't like, in my opinion. What's that? 
I okay you're about to tell me I'm full of shit I see it in your face I don't do that type of thing to people that I don't care about like if I care oh, about yeah. you and I like you, yeah, yeah. that's what I do. Oh yeah, I mean you'll know if I don't like it because I don't associate with right. it. Right, but now, but now I got to tell you, even if you like somebody today, you can't do that on the job anymore. I'm Times sure, yeah. have changed. It, it, it's is police work fun? Yeah, but is it as fun as it was thirty years ago? Hell no. Well, everybody's I mean, looking for that gotcha moment. Well, it, it's the gotcha moment, moment, but. Times changed. You have to watch your back anymore. You have to, uh, you, you know, it, it's just you're, you're a lot more busier. Uh, just lifestyle, just everything has totally changed. I mean, and and it and it's getting worse and worse and worse. Right. And uh, is it fun to come in to work some days? Hell no. There, there's days that uh, you know it's like I'm ready to retire. Which you know, hey, I, I can retire in March. But I like the job. I like what I do. You know, I'm, I'm glad that I got promoted. But uh, but things have changed. But you know, going back to the fun, you know, days, yeah. it was it was fun because you know what I did was I screwed you know with those guys back you know on days you know like but you know we did we screwed around a lot and you know we laughed and but you can't do that nowadays because stuff that we did and you, we'd be fired. You'd be done. Yeah, yeah. You, yeah. And even being a chief. I'd have to say, listen, you know, you screwed up and get some type of disciplinary. Sure. I wouldn't want to, you know, fire somebody, but you can't do it because of liability. Sure. Yeah, that, that's Absolutely. the big thing, liability. Absolutely. So you were about to tell me something else, though. You were talking about uh, a chief. Was it a chief you had or something like that before we got into what they did when they screwed you over? You said, I got, see, that's a sign of old age. Yeah, you oh, can't remember. Yeah. <laughs> um, you were saying how when you were younger you got screwed over, screwed over bad. Oh yeah, and then you were about was, to, but you were about to go into another story before. Oh that. yeah, because what happened was though, you know, they, they screwed with me. So I like, you know, I'll get you back. Well, the one day they got me again. We went into what back then was Hess's Diner on sixty one. Okay. And seventy three. Well, I had to take a radio uh, call, so I went out, answered the call. It was a telephone assignment, so I made the telephone call and I came back in. Well, what they did was there was three of us, you know, eating supper. They took my straw out of my soda. They dipped it in the Tabasco sauce, pinched it off, and put it back into my drink. Now, apparently, you know, when I walked in, all these people were, like, looking at me just around to where we were sitting. Uh, and it was like, why is people looking at me? Yeah. So, anyways, I'm eating, and all at once I take the sip of my, you know, soda. Straight to Tabasco. Oh, my God. <laughs> and I'm like, Ugh. you know, and it was like everybody in the restaurant started laughing. You know, here they knew, yeah. you know, people. They screwed with me, and it's like, uh. And so there, I couldn't even hardly eat my wrestling meal because my freaking throat's on fire and it went down into my stomach and you know and I'm just like about half sick because the whole straw was Tabasco sauce so how'd you get him back well here when after we got done eating uh, the, the one officer had his keys laying on the table I took his keys and walked out and jumped in my car so I'm thinking huh I got you so I locked the door and I had the windows up and I'm like waving the keys out yeah so, all at once, he says, give me my keys. Like, nope. So, I started to pull ahead a little bit, and, you know, and I had his keys. Yeah. So, I was going to leave. Well, so, anyways, I ended up putting my window down a little bit. And, uh, well, at once, I says, buddy, you're not getting your keys. This is payback. You're going to have to get them down the road, you know. So, joking with him that I was going to drive off and sit his keys down, and he would have to walk down the road to get his <laughs> keys. Well, I didn't notice but he took his mace out of the pouch. Oh, my God. 
He dosed me with mace through the crack of the window inside the police car. I had it in drive. I jump out of the car and the car starts drifting across the parking lot at the diner. And I'm like, holy shit. And I'm like running after the car, hawking and coughing and my eyes and burning. And I jump in and I slam the car in the park. And here we thought that the car was going to keep drifting across and sure. other cars in the parking lot. Well... So anyways, he got his he keys back. He fucking maced you. Yeah. What a dick. There's a level of this shit, isn't yeah. there? Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like you know, like I said, it's shit that you can't do now. You basically. can't fucking yeah. mace a guy in front of... Well, especially... There's all these people in watching... the parking <laughs> lot. Yeah. And the car's going across the parking lot. <laughs> so no calls? No complaints about this? No. Or? No. That, people laugh about it back then. Hell, you know, we were telling the stories of other people. You know, the chief that was way back then. He would laugh about it. Holy shit. So, but yeah, Mace, that guy's a dick. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, and Mace was funny because you know we always screwed with each other with the Mace. You know, I'm sitting in my office, and this was when I was the detective, and we would open up the windows, and you know, the one sergeant's office was you know like side by side to mine. Well, what he did, he reached out his window and he sprayed it down into my window, not knowing. And the breeze is coming in, and all at once I'm like. <coughs> <laughs> and I started, I couldn't breathe and everything. Here he maced me from his from window outside down into my window. And, and then I hear him laughing. It's like, you bastards. Like, they, oh, you know, we screwed with sure. each other. But they really screwed with me because I guess it's, I was evil. It sounds like it. Yeah. Jesus, dude. It sounds like you didn't get anybody. No, no. I, no, I did a little bit. But I mean, not like they got me. No. It was pretty Jeez, bad. I can't believe you got fucking maced. Yeah. That was... Chief Brian Horner discussing some of the pranks that they used to do to each other when he was a younger officer on the uh, police force. And, uh, man, God, that time must have been a blast. It must have been a blast to be a cop. Uh, This next clip is the interview with Griffin LaFoot, and we discuss his, uh, I don't know how you want to say it, the, the defiance... Uh, about going to therapy that he he put he despises going to therapy and does not want to ever have to go so we discuss that and we discuss why and we also talk about some of the issues I see in him why are you so like what's the real reason you're you won't go because you obviously you can make time for the things you want in your life why can't you go and deal with this bullshit because it's bullshit. You get anxiety. Even you coach your son, and you, your son goes through like all these. Like pretty, pretty much plays a sport every every season, which is good because you want to keep kids active. But why can't you make time for yourself to fix shit you know is wrong? You know shit's wrong in there. Uh. You do. Look at you. You're smiling like that. As before, I even finished, you were smiling. So you know you got shit wrong. So why don't you go fix it? Who doesn't? That's like talking everybody. About, but everybody. That's like does. talking about a childhood. I could sit here and go into yeah, but it's different. The situation, the situation. It's completely different. I think you got a lot of people in the world today that are a bunch of crybabies. Sure, I agree. I'm not one of those people. That's yeah. just the way I. And you're driving up. yourself nuts. How? What do you have to take to sleep every night? I can't remember the name of it, but something. Exactly. You have to take something to go to bed every night of the fucking week. That's not every night. Okay, Most three, nights. five out of seven. Five out of seven nights, when you're not trashed, which I understand, because I'm a big drinker, but when you're not drinking, you probably have to take a pill to go to bed. Yeah, just about. Exactly. And 
the reason for that is because you got so much shit going on in your head. Whether it's your kid's sports teams. I, I didn't even mention that. I, I mentioned it, but I didn't finish. Um, your kid plays a sport every season, which is good because you want to keep kids active. But at the same time, you talk to me every day about your kid's sports teams. And I can tell it works you up. I'm not going to get into too much detail. But I can tell it works you up. And what doesn't work me up? That's my fucking point here. What don't you understand what I'm saying? That's what makes me interesting. That's what makes me me. That also makes you make terrible decisions and yell at people and ruin relationships and you fight before you do a podcast that three people are going to listen to. Okay, so let's talk about that since you brought it up. All right, let me get one of these fucking sausages here. Go ahead. My wife decided that... Are we going to mention her name? Because you mentioned mine. No, I'm not going to mention her name. Why? Why? Because she asked you nicely not to. Yeah, she asked me nicely not to. But anyway. Her name rhymes. Let's <laughs> hear this because you got nothing. Her name. Oh, it's a hard name to rhyme. Her name rhymes with fetching, which is what she should be doing with sandwiches for my good buddy. <laughs> Griffin Lafer. Lafoot. 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 We're going to have to bleep that at last part out. Um, anyway, so. I'm at my friend's house, and you, you got a fiance. You know, you know how I it do. goes. You you know how it goes. I know the game. I'm having a great time. I have plans made. You know, yesterday, the day before, I said this is what's going on today. I got work, which I fucking hate. Nah. I go to work. Uh, she's up, gives me shit before I go to work, which kind of pisses me off. But whatever. I go over to a friend's house, having a beer, playing a little bit of FIFA. Wait, wait, wait. wait. Did you say she pissed you off before you went to work today? Yeah. Did she piss you off today? A little bit. What happened? We'll get to that. We'll get to that. So... You didn't have to fucking start of the story? No, it's not the start. This is the... She pissed you off before you went to work today. That's the start. Yeah, but... So, at the beginning of the day, the morning when I woke up, the med-ed, my electricity Uh went out, and we had a little bit of an argument on who was going to call. And really no big deal. Now, she was home all day today, right? She was home all day today. Okay. You had to go to work. You got up at like three... Yes. Come in, to, come in to work and... When you say three, you mean really mean like six o'clock. Cause oh, you started at seven. I'm sorry. I started at five. I get up at three to go in. So you started, You got up at six. So it's like she knew. She knew that I was going to have a good day today. I'm going to hang out, have some guy time, you know, unwind, have a few drinks. Drinking for her for some reason, I don't know, maybe somebody in her family may have some type of alcoholic problem. Or Who would that be? I don't know. Who would you think? Her well, dad doesn't her, think really, does her, her, I don't know. Maybe your aunt, maybe your grandmother, I don't fucking know. Either way. <laughs> so, she knew, she could just tell that I'm going to have a good time. I know there's probably a lot of your listeners that are, you know, sitting there shaking their head if you've even gotten to this point, saying, yeah, my wife knows. I'm very to have a good time today. And she finds a way to put the taser to my, <laughs> to my testicles. It's like, I'm going to have a good time, I'm going to hang out. Gonna Not without out. me. No, no, no. No fun without me. Oh, yeah. She, well... <laughs> You, in her book, you can have fun. Gretchen, I believe you. <laughs> I believe you. I take your side 100%. Fretchen. Fretchen. Uh, yeah, yeah, Fretchen. Yeah, I didn't, I, didn't just, I didn't just say your name. So. I did. <laughs> you can have fun without alcohol, which I don't agree with at all. You can. No. You can have fun no. without alcohol. It's just fun with alcohol enhances the fun you're already having. That's how I look at it. Mm-hmm. I, I can have a great time completely sober, but... It's more fun while drinking. It 100% is. So I decided, you know, I called her up and said, hey, you know, I'm at a, at a 
at Jeff's house. What time are you going to be home? Blah, 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 blah. I'm like, hey, I'm going to be home when I get home. I don't know. I don't know how long I'm going to be at his house for. I don't know how long I'm going to be. Well, you said you were going there. Well, plans changed. He had things going on. Blah, blah, blah. I'm at Jeff's house. I'm going to go over to Justin's house, and then I'll be home. Well, my mom invited us to this church gathering. That sounds fun. I church would... gathering. I said to her, listen. I would have the church gathering. Fretching. I would have went there. I am not a part of that church. It is fucking weird. It is weird. Very weird. I don't want to go. And to make things better, I got to go with her mom. Which I don't have a problem with her mom. I like her mom. Her mom's very nice. If you hear this, I'm not talking <laughs> bad about you. I just don't like spending time with the in-laws. No offense. Just saying. It, it happens. It happens. Uh, At a church gathering with people you don't know. All I'm imagining is I'm going to get in there and they're going to try to take me into a room and indoctrinate me into their What church. the fuck did you just say? Indoctrinate. <laughs> indoctrinate. They're going to pull me in the back <laughs> and they're going to make me believe things that I don't want to believe. Well, why would you believe them if you don't want to believe them? Because that's what they do. Is that what this church they, thing would be today? Uh, I don't know, but then why would that? Why would I go to a thing that I'm not invited? Like, it's a church gathering. I don't. Who care. has fun at a church gathering Who, on saying, a Saturday? On a Saturday. That's that's the problem. And then on that top I of that, which makes things even worse, I get shit over it, and I'm like, it was oh, probably an intervention, to be honest with you, <laughs> Justin. I'd like to read a letter to you. You haven't been the same. You're not the same, Justin. I knew when we first met. You're even more of a douchebag, which is something I didn't think you could be. And if you don't change, I will no longer... Whatever the hell your wife does for you. Probably nothing, but I'm just... <laughs> well, it's definitely not making sandwiches, that's for it's sure. It's not making sandwiches. It's not fetching sandwiches. No. <laughs> no. She's going to be so pissed that I call her fetching. <laughs> so, literally... Oh, miss, I'm on the Falcons website. Calm down. It'll be all right. <laughs> She was on the Falcons website, right? We were. Yeah, I thought so. so well, yeah. not it wasn't because of you. Yeah. Well, it wasn't because of your dumb face. So either way. Uh, then it turns into, well, if you're not going to this, then you're going to the birthday party tomorrow for your nephew, which all of her family is going to be there. And I can't stand her ex or her sister's ex-husband. Fucking hate his Yeah, but it's a nephew. What's bad about that? No, I'm not even being a dick here. Like, it's a nephew. You're technically an uncle. Do you have a relationship with the kid? Not really, no. Ah, well, then, I guess who fucking cares? <laughs> but, but, the whole family's gonna be there. Yeah, it's a thing you gotta probably do. And then I hear, oh, I'm like, oh, you know, we got a party that we've already committed to, Fretchen, and... <laughs> Uh, I don't want to miss the party that we committed to. Well, we'll just have to be late. Well, you know, that's not right. We committed to it, so we should probably go to it. Or, uh, it's just not well, why are you going to be late? It's tomorrow. What do you got tomorrow? This birthday party. So now well, you didn't tell me about a birthday party. Now, I'm telling you about the birthday well, party as we're talking. You didn't fucking tell me there was a birthday party before you told me there was another event. No. No. So I was told... Listen. You just said we're going to be late, and you gave me no reason why back you would ever be late. Time well, how about you back up? So... Today, fucking cocksucker. Today, I just spilled my beer. No, that's because he's drunk. I'm not drunk. He's drunk. My nose is running. Yeah, because you're drunk. No, you're still cold drunk over here. <laughs> I can see a drunk when I see when you. I look in the mirror. Is that what you're about to say? <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I'm sitting over here sipping on an entire bottle of whiskey, which my good buddy. Because my father can't drink it because he gets violent at New Year's Eve events with the family. 
Well, see, then you know how it goes at family events. I do, I do. But it was still, it's, it ends up being a story, though. So I kind of, I don't hate that stuff. You don't hate your dad getting violent at family. Well, events? he didn't get violent. He stood up and stumbled towards somebody who was recording him with his iPhone because he couldn't put his shoes on. <laughs> oh. but, but at the same time, it, once it's done, like a week later, it becomes funny. To you. To women. No, but to me and that. my family. What like my, my, mother, my mother, you know my mom. You worked with my mom. I saved her life. She, you did not save her life. I saved her life. Yeah. Saving her life means he let a machine come down on her hands and then said, hey, don't let that come down on your hands. <laughs> <laughs> when you say it like that, that doesn't sound well. No. no. That's not how it happened. But um, my mother grew up in a house where she's the only, only girl with three brothers. Mm. And it was she was constantly getting picked on and, tort, you know, whatever. She was the... She, you know, she's the oldest. And uh, so she got picked on by those guys and my uncles, who I get along with, have great relationships with. They're funny fucking guys. It's probably where I get some of my sense of humor from. And they... And, and that's how she grew up. So she could take a joke. A fiance, not so much. And it doesn't sound like your wife does it very well either. I, I just think it's because... Did your wife have brothers? Did she have a lot of brothers? Growing? She had one brother, which is way younger than her. Yeah, so there wasn't that relationship. Like, my whole family, whenever we get together... Well, my whole family. On my mom's side, which is basically my family because my dad's side we don't talk to. But that every get-together is just a shit-talking session. And I love that. That's, one of my, that's my favorite thing about hanging out with that side of the family. Well, my family. It's the only side. Um, it, it's a shit-talking session, and she gets it. My aunt. My aunt, uh, Wendy, or uh, my uncle Goose, his wife's Wendy, and uh, she she can take it as well. Like, it's the environment that's around us. Like, we all can take a shot, you know? And I think that's important because if that's what, you know... Amelia's gotten better over the years, but... At first, when I started, like, I would shit on her for doing something. She would take it very personally. And instead of understanding that it's just a fucking joke. I'm just busting your balls. But women seem to have a harder time with it than men. Now, if she has a whole side of the family that can't take that, well, with your personality, that could be an issue. Hmm. Do you think she – can her fa- does her family bust balls with each other? Or? No. No, it's very serious. Oh, so, you look nice. Let, you do too. Let me tell you a little story quick. Three years ago, my father-in-law went to pick something up behind me, and I made a fart noise. This like a... First and off, that's, that's not even funny, but go ahead. Anyway, every time I see this man, he brings up that I farted in his face. And he can't understand And he won't like, let it go. I don't know, I've told him a hundred times, Russ... I did not actually fart in your face. I made a noise with my mouth. I love how you're naming everyone. But I will not name yourself. Regardless, I pretended to fart in the man's face, which it is what it is. I was kidding. And it just has not let it go since. Well, you and your father... Fu- I don't know if you want to talk about that, so we'll, we'll move on. But, uh, okay, so we're not at where we are... Did we get into the conversation of why you're... Why As you're I told you, though, before we go any further past this, because if my wife just heard me talking about her father, and she's going to be very upset. I love my wife. I love my wife. I love my wife. Just oh, that you know. sounds familiar. That sounds very familiar. That sounds like uh, another gentleman we work with whose name rhymes with 
Oh, fuck. Schnitzel. Well, that's not rhyming. That's just adding a letter to his actual last name. <laughs> his name rhymes with Boa Flitzel. <laughs> so, young Boa loves his wife. Apparently, he made that abundantly clear the night of his bachelor party, which his wife should be proud of. However... Was it because he was feeling a little guilty from too many... He was feeling... Adult drinks. Well, you know what... Well, I don't know. I mean, you say when you're drunk, you speak the truth. And for my fiance's sake, I hope that's a lie. (laughs) Because we have had horrible... Well, that's why I don't drink the uh, brown liquor. These horrible flights. Let's hear about it. Oh, God. I didn't even got one in the tank. Let's hear about it. It usually results from me drinking Jack Daniels or... You know, rum, dark rum, or any brown liquor in general. Is it a, because it's brown? I don't know, but I can... Does your body not like brown? Is that the problem? <laughs> I know what you're going for here, and I'm not going to give in to that. Uh, but I don't know what it is. <laughs> yes, my body rejects brown. But uh, the uh, every time I seem to drink Jack Daniels or like Calico Jack or Single Barrel or Gentleman Jack, I'm fine 95% of the night. 95. I'll go 95 because I'm giving another 5% to she's telling me we need to leave and I react poorly. (laughs) So that was uh, Griffin LaFoot and I discussing uh, him not wanting to go to therapy and the arguments we get into with our significant others. Uh, this next clip is of the Derek Kirschner podcast where we discuss uh, growing up uh, as friends when we were young, uh, you know, getting me pretty much being a pussy over, uh, over girls in high school, him getting expelled and me getting in trouble in school and uh, some fun childhood, some really fun memories, some funny childhood memories. Uh, this is the last clip. Hope you enjoy it. I'll see you on the other side of the clip. So we were friends in fifth grade. Did you, did you go to fifth grade camp? I did, yes. And I'm assuming we were there together at some point. Well, obviously, we're in the same fucking year. We yeah, had to be there together. I, I, I only remember, like, uh, Elena and Jared. Um... I remember Elena and Jared. Yeah. And you know what I remember about Elena and Jared? The fucking Macarena. Uh, you know, you know what's kind of funny about that that you brought up, Elena? Um, that I cried in my bed, no, no. in my twin bed, to the song "Angel" by Aerosmith, thinking about Elena when I was no, a child. I, didn't know that. <laughs> I don't know. That. I, 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 I love you, Elena. So if you're listening to this, you know. but uh, I, I, would, I uh, went to uh, my daughter's open house when she started at District Topton. Sure. And we went in the main doors and walked to the left. And as we're walking down to the left. There's the uh, little hallway that kicks to the right to, like, emergency doors. Yeah. And that's where you used to make out Elena all the time. No, 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 no. You're, no, it was. No. It was before no. the school bus. Let me correct you. I made out with her once. It was the last day of the school year of sixth grade. We, it was this big deal. We were going to French kiss. And it happened Ooh. in the hallway. Yes. But you said all the time. Well, okay, I'm sorry. It happened once. Okay, all right. And it was this big thing. Everybody in the school, for some reason, knew Elena and I, or at least this is how it was in my mind, Elena and I were going to French kiss 
in this hallway. It was going to happen. Last day. I waited to the last day of school. And after that, I wasn't going to talk to her. <laughs> that's, just, that's how dating went back then. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. So we went into this little corridor, this little like side hallway. You're vibrating on it. Who is that? It's my brother. It's, uh, it's all good. Um, so we went in this little corridor, little hallway that had doors to the outside. People were lined up. Like, there was a line. Like, ants. What, for watching? I, I think so. Or, really? It was either waiting for a bus and watching. It was like a co- co- compilation of both. And I don't even know the word compilation because of Pornhub. Compila- <laughs> compilation of people. And I went in there not knowing how to French kiss. And I I went in open mouth. <laughs> I went up. Open. I went in like Jaws, <laughs> like the scene in Jaws where he's like Jaws 3D, where he where he's coming at the enclosure slow motion, and I fucking I I sucked on the side of her cheeks each side. I don't know if I got any tongue in there. I don't know, I don't know what I did. My mouth was open like a minute and a half before it touched her face, and we went. Hello. And that was like the last time you talked to her. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I thought so. Like yeah. it, that was over. That yeah, was, that was it. That was done. I made out with her, and suddenly we were broken up. <laughs> and then I laid in my twin bed all summer long, listening to Aerosmith's greatest hits, and I would fast forward to when I was going to sleep because, like, right around when I was about to go to sleep in bed, I would fast forward to the song Angel. Just because I wanted it to hurt more. And I, I cry like a bitch. Uh, I the baby. I never, I never. Oh, God, I, I was a that. fucking pussy. Well, I, I wasn't friends with you then, so, yeah, I guess. Well, you were expelled. Let's talk about that. No, I wasn't expelled then. No, that was sick. That was sick. Was Eighth that sick? No, but I was expelled in sick grade. No, no, I was no, okay. no, I kissed. I made out with her in secret. I made out with her in secret. Okay, so yes, we were friends yet, and I, I still had this, this uh, outwardly don't give a fuck reputation. You did, yes. So I was never going to tell you about that. Never going to tell you how much of a fucking pussy I was when I lay there with. I even set the boombox next to the bed, and. uh and, and that was the whole thing. And then uh, then after that, what, what happened after that? I think Andrea Lair came into the picture after that. And that was a whole other fucking thing. But let's talk about what you just mentioned. You got expelled. <laughs> Why? Okay, let's answer Brendan Hamilton's question. Uh, a, former re- a former wrestler of mine is his senior year this year. He's going to do probably fucking amazing state-quality wrestler. Uh, he asked, what was the uh, most trouble? Trouble. <laughs> All PA What's the most trouble? <laughs> the trouble. Fufta. Uh, Hoover. Uh, what's, the, what's the most trouble you've ever gotten into in high school? I can't compete. Now, let me tell you my story. Real quick before Derek tells you his. The most trouble I got into was I received 21... I received ni- uh, somewhere between 17 and 19 days of suspension. Out of school suspension. The principal goes, all right, he's really just being a dumbass and being a big dumb oaf and being a pain in the ass. He's not really doing anything that's like harming students. 
So she made a rule that every time I get kicked out of class, I am then in in-school suspension. So if I would get kicked out second period, I would sit in a little round room in the fucking middle school, and I'd have to do my homework there, eat my lunch there, fucking have everything there. And that turned into me not doing any homework there. I would I would do that thing where I breathe really, where you breathe really fast, and then you hold your neck and try and get high and pass out. California high. Yes, and I try to. I would try to also take as much air into my system as I could, and then see how long I could burp it out. <laughs> I would do that in that little rubber room. That was all I accomplished yeah, that's in that room. Yeah. So that's a good one, but yours is better. What happened that day? Obviously, I, I, I've been into uh, a lot of trouble in school, you know, a lot of stupid stuff, you know, whatever, from fighting to mouth off teachers and stuff, but uh, evidently the uh, the biggest one was the uh, the pill. Um, what pill? It was uh, Adderall. I thought it was Ritalin. No, I, basically the same thing. Is that the same thing? Yeah, okay. but it, it was it was an Adderall pill. Um, so I, I, I got on a bus in the morning... And uh, I rode the bus with uh, Zach Patterson, and uh, which uh, I always thought Zach was a really good kid. He just couldn't figure out where he was in life. But uh, he got in the bus, and, and Zach took Adderall every day. So he hops in, he sits next to me in the bus, and he's like, Derek, I have this, uh, this pill. Do you want it? And, you know, at the time, Adderall pill, I, I didn't know what the fuck it was, like, Nowadays, you know, I, I probably would have took it. Probably would have calmed me down, but... <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, now. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so he gives me this Adderall pill, and, uh... And, uh, he's like, well, I don't know, like, sell it or something. Like, just get rid of it. I'm like, alright, whatever. So, he, like, put it in the palm of my hand, and I just, like, grasped onto it until we got to school. So, I got the school bus at the high school, and as soon as I walk off, there's, like, uh... I don't know, like, four or five girls facing towards me and one of them was facing away and I went over because I knew the girls and I just like opened up my hand from what he gave to me I'm like like I don't know I wasn't even thinking I was like hey anybody want to buy this pill for a dollar and they're like no like they're like they were like giggling like whatever let's just get out of here Derek well the, the one girl that was facing away from me turned around and it was one of the mothers and she's like you need to get out of here before you get in trouble so I went into the, like, as I was walking in the front door, I, like, threw the pill into the bushes and, uh, you know, went to class, everything, and uh, a little bit later, I was getting called to the office, and uh, Mrs. fucking, uh, what was her, Johnson. Uh-huh, she's the one who saved my ass. Bitch. Yeah. <laughs> she saved my ass, but yeah, she was a fucking bitch. She was later she, in life. I, mean, I realized she, I dealt with her a lot. She just hated me, and I just didn't, you know, whatever. But yeah, so she pulls me out of the office, and she was like, "Derek, what, what was ha- what happened outside? You know, what, what kind of pill did you sell?" And I was like, "I didn't try to sell anything. I was like, I, it was a it was a Tylenol or something. I was just like bullshitting." And she's like, "Derek, Tylenol isn't blue." And when she said that, I like locked up. I'm like. Fox. You like, just admitted to it right there? Yeah, I was like, yeah, it was a pill. I said it was Adderall, you know. She's like, well, where's it at? And I was like, it's out in the bushes. She's like, can you go get it? I was like, I can try to look for it. So oh, she took me outside. She played you. Yeah, I went out. Yeah, well, I, 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 evidently. Like, if, if I was like... Now? Yeah. I could have got out of Why there. was it blue? I dyed it with food coloring. I could have. Yeah, like, whatever. 
But you're, I, I you're scared I, shitless. I could have said it was like an Eminem mini or something. Yeah. Like, I could have just bullshit out. But like, I was like, she locked me up. I was scared. I was young, you know. So I was like, yeah, it might be outside. So we went outside. And, you thought it would be okay. Right. So I, went, I, went to, to it. I went out to the bushes and I actually found it. It was really weird. I found it and I like, gave it to her. She put it in a, in a pouch and we went back to the room. And then like five minutes later, my parents show up. And then, like, two minutes after that, like, my, my, uh, the, the fucking, uh, police show up. And, uh, so, uh, Mrs., Mrs., uh, Johnson was searching my book bag. And at the time, I had a, uh, a skateboarding book bag that you would strap your skateboard into. And the weekend before, I was at the skate park. And she was searching it, and she found one of those multi-tools mm-hmm. that, like, you open up with. That had a knife and all yeah. that She's like, Derek, what's this? I was like... Come on, like I, I was just at the skate park the day before. Like I, I forgot to take it. I was like in like a weird secret. Sure, all those yeah. skate clothes had that. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so yeah, your so, wheeled shoes. So she's like, we're not going to worry about this. Obviously, she knew me. She had me for worse, you know. So yeah. She put it back in my backpack, and uh, uh, yeah, my parent parents came in. Uh, police came in. They cuffed me. The whole works. Well, how did your parents react to that? <sighs> bad. Bad, yeah. Uh, I'm my, sure you're... My dad was like, I don't know, you knew he was upset, but he was holding it in, but mom was crying. It was it was, it was bad. And, uh, um, like, as I'm, like, getting arrested, I was like, this wasn't my, like, totally my fucking fault. I was like, Zach Patterson gave me a pill. Yeah. So they called him down. <laughs> you fucking dick. You care. rat fuck. You rat fuck. fuck. <laughs> they came down, they fucking... Handcuffed him. We were in the back of the in the police car. And what is it? Yo, you man, you fucking ride on me, man. Fuck you, man. <laughs> he Fuck actually you. didn't say much. It was surprisingly. Yeah. It was, Zach it was, was the king. Zach was the king of uh, R.I.P. By the way, uh, rest in peace, Zach Patterson. But uh, he he was the king of being in school and coming down to the lunchroom and go. Man, I just got... And he's not black. He's Asian. I sound black when I'm trying to do his impression. Korean. He's Korean, correct. <laughs> Which is Asian. That's something, I think. I don't know. But uh, he goes, Man, this fucking bitch wrote me up. I don't get why she wrote me up. In the middle of fucking school. And I go, Zach, what'd you do? Why'd she write you up? All I did was call her a fucking piece of shit bitch. I'll say it. I don't get with it. She yeah. just wrote me up. That was always, yeah. That was that. Yeah. 100%. Absolutely. Absolutely. So you're in the back of the cop car. Yeah. Uh, uh, Zach, me and him were back, you know, cuffs behind our back. We're, we're sitting in the back and Zach's like, this ain't shit. Like, who gives a fuck? We're on the Who gives a shit, you know? And uh, I'm like, yeah. Like, I'm like, yeah, fuck them, you know? Yeah, well, that night was the worst experience of my fucking life. You went to where? Juvenile detention. Well, right, but where? Uh, Specifically. Uh, Berks County yeah, detention? Yeah. Where I ended up working? Yeah. 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 That's where I was. You went to the best place you could go to, by the way. Really? Because if you were... really hard on me. I mean, it, was, it wasn't a joke. No. But, like, but you went to the best place, the safest place really? for you. Yes. If you would have went to, like, the children's home of Reading or, or somewhere less... They were so clockwork, staff-wise and security-wise, you weren't in danger. But they let you know they were in charge. Yeah. But you oh, were yeah. you were never in danger of getting fucked up or anything happening to you there because they are they they ran a fucking tight ship there. It was the best place they ever worked. No matter what shift came in there, 
they they did it the same. <laughs> they did it. Is somebody trying? No. Uh, can uh, I pee? Yeah, you can pee. Okay. Go, 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 go piss. Just taking a piss. Oh. And I'm going to have to go after you, by the way. All right. He's going to the bathroom with the baby wipes. Let me tell you about baby wipes. They're the best thing known to fucking man. They are the next thing to a bidet. I've never had a bidet. I've thought of in, installing one of the like a bidet in in my bathroom, but then I wonder. Well, what if a little shit particle gets in that bidet and then squirts back up into your ass when it tries to clean you? You get re-shitted. I think that's the term. Re-shitted. That's a technical term, a scientific term. People don't need to bother themselves with. But I I think that's what happens. You get re-shitted when the bidet shit water squirts up your asshole. I can't wait to hear what Derek talks about when he comes back in here. He's peeing right now. Him and his wife are here. And their two children. They're very, very lovely family. Great people. And uh, he's going to sit down now. And now I'm going to leave. And I'm going to take a piss. What are you talking about? Uh, nothing in general. Uh, well, talking about you a little bit. Talking about your family. Uh, talking about the joy of baby wipes. Uh, but talk about whatever you want to talk about. As I leave, uh, there's no substance. There's no. There's no fucking diagram to how to talk. <laughs> so talk about what you want. Uh, I was just going to continue where you know where you are. Uh, but yeah, back to uh, back to uh, juvenile detention. Like don't don't ever like even think about going there. Um, it, it was terrible. It, it really was. I, uh, I when I when I got there. Um, the night was pretty good, and then the next morning we woke up at I don't know I think like six o'clock in the morning or something, and uh, uh, we had to make our beds and stand outside of our door like in proper form, and uh, I had a wrinkle in my bed, uh, so they came in and they ripped apart my bed, and then they made me redo it, and when I was redoing it, I like rolled my eyes or something. Something weird along those lines, and uh, he got mad at me. And they made everybody in that cell room go into the rooms and tear apart their bed and redo it. And uh, so I was the asshole, <clears throat> I was the biggest asshole because I made everybody go back in their rooms and redo their beds. It, it, it was terrible, it was the worst. When I first got there, it was um. Like I said, me and Zach were, were joking around about uh, going to juvenile detention. And uh, when we got to juvenile detention, uh, we pulled up and we went to the doors. And this dude was staying there. Like, he had to be like 6'5". And he looked like Mr. Clean. Like, shaved head, just this big jack dude. And we got out of the cop car and he was like, he just started yelling at us. like Right away. By the way, I'm back from pee. <laughs> we just knew it wasn't a joke at that point. So when you went in there, what? Okay, I I did a lot of work there, where I uh, I got new new inmates or whatever you want to call it, new clientele, whatever the fuck you want to do. Did you have to do the whole fucking strip search and all oh, yeah, that bullshit? Off and you have to pull your foreskin back, yep. run your hands through your fucking uh, armpit yep. hair. Pour your balls up, yep. all kinds of shit. Bend over. Dude, yep. what is it about... I don't know about you. Well, maybe at that age it was different. 
Hispanics and blacks have the fucking most lintiest asses. <laughs> I never looked at it. Uh, well, I've had to. So uh, I've seen. The- so no, hold on a second. You were in that department, dude. Yeah, I worked in. I worked in that building. I thought you worked at like Kids Peach or something. Oh, no, 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 no. Oh, my first job out of school. I I had taken just an. All right, here, here's a funny story. I should have an associate's degree. And by now, I should have a bachelor's degree. Because I went online and took more classes. I don't have either. (laughs) Um, I have more than enough credits for the associates. Way more than enough credits for the associates. Uh, I probably don't have enough for for the bachelor's. But I needed 62 credits out of high school to get a job at Berks County Youth Detention, where you were. Okay. So I got those. I had 62, which is a, the same, it's the, it's the associate's degree equivalent. So I had that. So I got in there. So what that means is I worked, I, I got a first shift job, but I was weekend shift. I worked Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, four tens. So the most active time you could possibly fucking work. Really? Weekend shifts. Now it wasn't night shifts, so so it was That's terrible to work. I mean, no, I mean, it, was, it was great. Really? Okay. It was great. It was only great because I've worked another corrections job. I see jobs. I see what the difference is. Right. That place was great. It was like being on a cloud working in that place, like clockwork. Everything happened the way it's supposed to happen. Kids moved the way they were supposed to move. If they didn't. Bam, they got nailed on their head. Everybody saw it. Done, no problem. Continue the continue the machine. Right. It was not it was not like these places where, well, on my shift I like to do it this way. Well on my shift I, no, there was none of that. It was this is the machine. Everybody runs with the machine. Well that's good. Yeah, yeah. 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 It was yeah, it was the only place I've ever worked at like that. Even now where I work. It's not that way. But what happened with that? What, what happened with... Why I'm not there? Yeah. They had... It's a county job. And they had county cutbacks. So county cut back their funding. Uh-oh. Berks County cut back their funding. So my class and the class that got hired after me... And it's also a union job. Don't forget that. Oh, my, okay. It was a union. I don't know. So my job and the... And my class and the class I was with... And everyone in the class after me, I'm sorry if I said before, the class after me got laid off. Unless you were with the county system longer than the current people. I lost my job to a woman who had 20 years as a county secretary who typed up reports and then wanted to retire while working corrections. Really? She she couldn't restrain anybody. She couldn't. She never wrote a disciplinary report on anybody. She was just a body, and she was there because she was in the union. And that's what pisses me off. Like unions are great. I'm fine with unions, but they're not merit based, and that's what I can't stand about them. Because I was way better. Like I I had a few guys in tears as my class was getting laid off, and they they hugged us, and they they said, "I wish we could do something." As we went in there, they offered, I think, I can't remember the month, but let's just say it was October. 
they laid us they they they, they got rid of us like two two weeks before the end of the month and they said well all right we'll uh we'll pay unemployment and uh we'll give you insurance till the end of the month wow that's what they said to us wow so I, See, but, the, the, the reason I was asking was, uh, you know, my sister applied for a Berkshire prison. Uh, this is like two years ago. Uh, my sister's, she's a tough girl. Yeah. You know, uh, she's sure. very strong. She she knows uh, what she's doing. Uh, but she applied there. But does she know that? What's that? There's a difference, as you know. Well, she she went, she went, like, she made through the test and everything. And then she went for, like, the physical test. And there was, like, I guess there was, like, 20, 30 people. And there was, like basically uh, a course you had to go through. I sure. don't know. Yeah, I'm what sure. Was, yeah, sure. What she was telling me, but you, you, you have to like go through like one gate and lock it behind you and like go through another one, lock it behind you, like run around desks. Like, and um, uh, she failed at it because she like chipped over a desk or something and, and they were like, see ya. Yeah. Move on to the next person. And she was really upset about it. Sure. But, you know, um, my sister's a tough girl, but I, I, I don't see her, like, wrestling an inmate. Right. You know I mean? No. Like, you, you know. Um, it's tough. <clears throat> yeah. You got you got to be... Uh, I worked at Berks County Youth Detention for not even a year, I don't think, before they laid us off. Me and the class after us. And then uh, I worked at the Children's Home of Reading, which is... I remember, shit, yeah, that's it. Yeah, I remember you talking about that. A shit show, but not as bad. Not not as bad as where I went to, which was Burst County Detention. Where, not no, no, Burst County. Burst County was good. Um, the academy <coughs> in Pittsburgh, the academy. That place was a free for all. Really? That was a fight. Every day you went to work. Every single day you went to work, you were fighting. I remember you telling me that you like, you almost got, you got sick of it. Yeah, yeah, because I was the guy. Oh my god! There's a problem in this room. Yeah, you were the only. You were the big guy. Like you were the only decent size. Me and guy me and more or less me and one to two other guys were the guys that got cold. I mean, you're, you're still a pussy in my eyes. <laughs> As it should be, <laughs> but we uh, every day, every day was fighting, like fighting, not like okay, you got me. No fighting. Full off fighting. Like, yeah. people would try to punch me in the face, <clears throat> and I would have to not punch them because we're not allowed to hit. We would have to place them in a therapeutic hold, <laughs> <laughs> which meant me grabbing them and throwing them on their fucking heads. Uh, and in the last podcast, I talk about how I how I had to repaint a locker room because I split some kid's ear in half. <laughs> nice. Yeah, but again, kid. Kid is in quotes because these were seventeen to nineteen year old people, and if you're going to throw your hands at somebody at that age, if you're even on the street, somebody's going to fuck you up, or you're going to fuck them up. But I wasn't going to get fucked up, and, and a lot if, of these kids think they can throw hands, which is great. Throw hands all you want. Throw hand. If you're black, you think you can throw hands to a white guy. That's just what it is. But guess what? What happens when I grab you and I toss you on your head and I'm on top of you? You have no idea what to do. Well, it's a whole different story. Yes, it is. Absolutely, absolutely. You know, you, you can you can stand toe to toe with somebody and beat shit out of somebody, but if somebody is a good wrestler like yourself, you have no chance. Well, that and how many street fights? How many street fights stay on their feet? 
like for like the first five seconds. You're right, you're grabbing. After yeah. that, you're grabbing. Absolutely, it's to the ground. Exactly. That's why I tell your daughter she should be a fucking wrestler. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely be a wrestler. Yeah. So, how's your mother? <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. It's funny because she, I told her about this podcast. Did you really? Yes, I did. And she's like, well, I have to work. I won't be able to listen to it. And I'm like, oh, it'll be on Worley's Pace. So she's going to be listening. She's going to yeah. listen to oh, the yeah. porn you jerk yeah. off to. Yeah, I, I guess. Uh, Mrs. Kirshner Derek's a foot guy. <laughs> Don't paint your nails anymore. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> okay, let's move on to the... Uh... So back to... Uh, okay, go ahead. Uh, back to where we... Um, you were know, in juvie. No, no. Are we like, going back there? No, no. Let's let's go back further now. Let's go back to uh, like where we originally started. Like we became friends in sixth grade. Yes. Um, and then from there on, it, w- it was just parties. Um, basically, uh, remember the first party uh, where I got my 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 name. What, well, what was at your, your house? Continue. Come on. I don't remember your name. Fist. Oh yeah, I do remember that. Andy Miller coined you that. Yes, Andy Miller. And why was that? Uh, yeah, so I was dating, was I was dating a girl at the time. What was her name? Uh, Teresa. Um, uh, Teresa. Uh, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but uh, passed away a few years ago. Um, but uh, yeah, so uh, we were dating, and uh, I, I I didn't drive at the time, so I somehow ended up at your house because you were having a party. Now my brother was, and I probably invited you. I didn't okay. throw parties. He did. Okay. I'm anti-social. I was for a party. Yeah, he definitely threw it. But, uh, yeah, so I was there for the party, and um, uh, something was going on with me and her, so I, like, kept calling her, like, you know, we didn't have cell phones. Like, we fucking new kids nowadays. <laughs> we sat right there, so I was, like, calling from the house phone, and every time I called from the house phone, I'm, like, talking to her, and people were picking up the phone in the kitchen. Just, like... Speaking in gibberish, just like you know, just being assholes out of the kitchen. And I came out and I'm like, please, like I'm talking to my girlfriend, like just yeah. Me. That's how he probably said it. The first, that's how he probably said it. The first time. <laughs> then the second time I came out because they did it again is when I like got pissed off and I punched the wall, punched the phone on the wall, and it fell off. And my good friend Andy Miller was like, "There, you just monkey fisted." No, you said that. One of us. Somebody said, you just monkey-fisted my phone off the wall. And they're like, oh my god, you just got your new nickname. Can I stop you? You're drinking your beer. You have not drank your fucking... I've been sipping on it. It's like you've been going back and forth. Yeah, but holy fuck. I'm drinking strong-ass vodka. Yeah, well, you fucking top this off. I yeah, look strong. at this. Right. Look at how much is fucking in this left. You gotta catch the fuck up. You barely drank anything. Are you fucking kidding me? I drank a quarter of it. Like when you showed me that. You're full of fucking shit. Yeah. Good thing this isn't a visual podcast. <laughs> or you see two fat people sitting there. <laughs> so anyway, yes, you you punched my phone. Yes, I did. I knocked off the wall. Yes, we didn't agree after it that. Was, it was broke. It, Justin was extremely pissed at me that night. Yes, I was. Because um, my it's parents, parents, it's his parents' house. Yes. He's gonna be in trouble for it. No they never cared about the party. They as long care. as nothing gets destroyed. Yes, they knew it was happening. As long as when they came home, everything was looking normal. Right. And of course, so Derek couldn't couldn't leave that happen. <laughs> Derek couldn't leave that happen. But now there were many parties. There are a few parties where you're at that house. Yeah, I was there for a few. Do you remember? Uh, 
one party where you were with a known, well, not known, but not known at the time, but a known stripper. Oh. Yes, yes, I do. She worked at Al's Diamond Cabaret, and Greg Chase texted you. How did that text message go? Um, Yeah, so I I did this girl for a little bit. Uh, We started hanging out, and... How did the text... Tell me the text message. I really want to hear the text message. Well, let me get to that point. Okay. Uh, I started hanging out with this girl. I I, I thought she was... um, We'll call her Shabby. Yes, we'll call her Shabby. (laughs) Um, I thought I'm she, touching my fucking leg! Damn it, I was just reaching out. Uh, <laughs> okay. So, uh, yeah, uh, long story short, there was a girl I thought that she wasn't interested as she was. We, we dated for a little bit, and, and then we ended up breaking up. And uh, a good friend of mine, uh, well, ex-good friend of mine, Greg Chase, uh, texted me one night, and he was like, yo, you know, Shabby is a... Uh, as a uh, stripper, and I was like, "No, no, there's no way." And uh, he's like, "Yeah," he's like, "I'm staring at her butthole right now." <laughs> that's how he, I love that story. That's how he texted me back, and I was like, "Are you kidding me?" He goes, "No, I'm at Al's, and she's in front of me." I love how you call it a butthole. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? That's exactly how he texted me. I'm staring at her butthole right now. <laughs> But yeah, uh, wow, I'm staring like, at her butthole right now. <laughs> right. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm staring at her butthole. Wow. <laughs> Pretty much. But yeah, I, I haven't I haven't seen her. At, uh, no, Abby uh, McFerrin. Oh fuck, Shabby McFerrin. <laughs> That's what we call her. But no, I heard she. I hear tell, as they say, she was not expecting the first encounter. <laughs> And she may have had a surprise for you. <laughs> Can you tell me what that was? A surprise for me? Yeah. I thought you would remember this. Well, it's quiet. So I guess you don't remember that. I don't remember this. She had a very hairy... On Shabby? She had a very hairy pussy. Oh, yeah, yeah. Your, your parents <laughs> Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so uh, like one of the first dates I was with her, I took her to uh, uh, Justin Roy's house for a party. And, um, Thanks. <laughs> yeah, that's where we were. And, um, uh, you know, we were getting to know each other and stuff, and uh, uh, she wanted to hook up. Um, so, <laughs> we went to see her. Go ahead. <laughs> your parents' bedroom. Wash the sheets. Although I think you have a new bed, so whatever, fuck it. Uh, we go in there and at least it was I, young ass. I like I, I like pull her pants out and it's like It's, it's like, like your beard right now? Yeah, basically. <laughs> it was like uh what was it, a scary movie? <laughs> she's like, Oh my god and she was like, I'm sorry, I didn't know we were gonna have sex and I'm like, Oh whatever And then we're like, We weren't doing too much and I hear somebody like pounding on a door and uh, I was like, Just give us a minute and it's your brother and he's like <laughs> Jason's like, don't, you're being an asshole. You're being disrespectful. Get the fuck out of my parents' room. And then I like, thought about it. I'm like, yeah, this guy fucked up. Like, I should at least, like, try in your bedroom. Jason. <laughs> yeah, that would have been better. Parents, you know, but yeah. yeah. So then what happened? Did you consummate? And then, yeah, then we, we drove somewhere. I think we drove to somewhere down the street or something. Yeah. And the car sex. They got all car sex. Yeah, yeah. Which was never good. In the bush. It was always okay. Yeah. Car sex. It was yeah. sex. 
Well, you know what? You know what I think about that? Like, you know, car sex was just sex, like back in the day. Then where was your spot? Where was your spot? I used for to have car a spot sex? like down past my parents' house. It was like a little pool. Well, you guys are back in the woods, so it's yeah, probably easier. I mean, you know, my spot was yeah. a cemetery. <laughs> You had a spot one time you got caught and you had your hairy ass like stuck between your sheets. <laughs> yes, I think I've told this story before. It was at the Kutztown Armory. Is that what? Okay. Yeah. Okay. And we're, I, I don't know if I told this story. Fucking! Your foot. No, I didn't touch you. No, I fucking felt your foot. No, you. I, I didn't. Anyway, we were, at the, we were at the Kutztown Armory and uh where the hell is Chris Armory at? right up by the fairgrounds probably to the oh, left okay. of the fairgrounds and we were at the we, we were in there and uh we were fooling around in the back both completely naked pretty much probably having sex at this point and uh I see a cop car roll up behind me and I go oh fuck there's a fucking cop car so I go to jump into the front seat. Or, or, I'm sorry to cut you off, but weren't you in like your little black sunbird or whatever? No, 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 no. This was uh, the Impala. Oh, okay. The silver Impala. That was your first car. No, no, no. That you got from Jason. Okay. And I, uh, my fat ass, my fat ass, got stuck in between the two driver's <laughs> seats. And then I had to go, <laughs> kind of squish through it. Like a fucking worm, and then I got in the front seat. I, I, the car was on, by the way, because you know you need music, and you need heat in the winter. So the car was on. So I, I, I threw it in a drive, and I started going. The fucking lights come on, lights me up. So I'm sitting in the front seat, fucking naked as shit. Little fucking bird with a fuck, little fucking robin sitting between my legs. Because when the cops come up, you just fucking. Sorry. Shrink the I, fuck I th- up. I thought the cop was coming up to your car. You're not done. I'm not done. Sorry. I'm Sorry. not done. Sorry. Son of a bitch. <laughs> and uh, so so he lights me up. I stop. I'm not about to get arrested for this. So I stop. I roll the window down. And he goes, he shines the light in the car. What's going on here? What's going on? <laughs> and I go, oh, no, the officer. I'm fucking naked. You can fucking tell what's going on. He sh- uh, he goes. He sh- I go. Well, we were fucking around, and I was very honest with the guy because you know, right? I worked the corrections. I'm like, I'm not gonna fucking lie. He he knows what goes on. What are you gonna lie about? You're exactly. Fucking exactly. So, uh, we were fucking around, and we thought it was private up here. You know, we thought we could get away with it. And he shines the light on her, and she's like in like fetal position, but sitting up straight. And and they go, and he goes, "Man, are you okay?" Oh yeah, I'm fine. Like I was doing no work back there whatsoever. <laughs> and, uh, and then he looks at me and goes, "So, what are you gonna do about this?" I go, "Can I put some fucking underwear on?" And he, and he shines the light on my dick, which is now basically an innie, and goes, "Yeah, go ahead." <laughs> and then I put I put my shit back on. And he comes back over the car, and he goes, all right, just get the fuck out of here. Don't be an asshole. I'm not going to write you a ticket. Get out of here. (laughs) It was was the most humiliating thing ever. That's awesome. Dude, you know how... You know how hard it is to keep an erection while a cop's fucking shining a light on your dick? So that's the episode. That is episode 25. Hope everybody has a great New Year's Eve. Hope everybody has a... Great New Year's Day and welcome into 
2019, get welcomed into the new year with, I don't know, something fucking inspirational. Act like I said something that was really profound and inspirational here. Uh, 2019 is the year of me! Anyway, just don't be a cocksucker in 2019. That'd be great for everyone. All right, thanks for listening to the show. 25 episodes down. Who knows how many more. Thanks for listening. Thanks for being a part of the podcast. It's been a great year. We're looking at bigger and better things in the new year. Follow us on Instagram. Like us on Facebook. Be our friend on Twitter. Uh, Gab, I'm not on there a lot, but check us out on there. Subscribe to the channel on YouTube. That is important to me. Subscribe to the channel. All right, everybody, go out there, New Year's Eve, get fucked up, have a safe time, have a fun time, and I'll see you next week. Later. You know how hard it is to keep an erection while a cop's fucking shining a light on your dick? I'm just saying, I don't get upset. Let's get to the bottom of it. I'm just saying, don't you take it personally.